I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My, my girlfriend, girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And we're back. It's another episode of Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. My name is Mike Coscarelli. My name is Shit. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Justin Perez. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, guys, it's uh, it's Taz night here yep. on uh, Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. That means Justin's girlfriend, Taz Hot, is in the next room sleeping. Yeah. Even though we just watched our recaps of Vanderpump Rules and 90 Day Fiance. We- not only did we watch the recaps, we watched the entire episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we watched the entire episode. And that's pretty much what we got for you uh, on this week's episode. We'll get to it in a little bit. Uh, first things first, some housekeeping. Please, go. Taz, race. clean up them dishes. <laughs> Lex, if you can hear this, clean up the bathroom. <laughs> Actually, if the bathroom's a mess, it's my fault. I can well, tell you what, I, t- I take some, some gnarly, nasty shits, Justin. Uh, <laughs> Do you a real paint job in there? <laughs> <laughs> I can, but that's why I use poopery. Oh. Poopery, so your shits don't smell. Thank you to our sponsor. And I want to thank our other sponsor uh, tonight. It's the good people at Samuel Adams. Oh, yes. The largest microbrewery in the world is still independently owned and operated. We are Our entire night today was brought by... Old Fezziwig Ale. Yes. Spicy and bold. And Proudly also, brewed and bottled by the Boston Beer Company. And also, try the Holiday Porter, robust and full-bodied, by America's largest independent American craft, Samuel Adams. So, guys, that was us doing an ad if, as if we got a real sponsor. Now, keep in mind, we don't have a real sponsor. <laughs> we have But nothing. if we did, it would sound a little something like that. <laughs> so, please... Send all your uh, your inquiries for ads for the show to Michael A. Coscarelli at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you have uh, if you work for a startup that's like, you know what, we're going to disrupt the iPhone uh, cover market. Sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> we want you as an advertiser. <laughs> you know what? We're going to disrupt the fridge magnet uh, market. We're all about disruptors. <laughs> We're pro disruptor on shit yeah, my girlfriend yeah. makes me watch. We're not even looking at the actual disruptors. Like we're not looking at Uber. We're not looking at Brooklinen. We're not looking at any sort of mattress company that comes in a box. Those are beyond us right now. We're mm-hmm. not there yet. We're looking at something like we've disrupted the dice market. Mm-hmm. We will have a handcrafted set of dice sent to your house every month. Dice box. We want to get behind Dice Box right now on the ground floor of Dice Box. Of Dice Box, you we can be your flagship uh, advertising <laughs> station. Every month, a set of dice comes <laughs> from a different part of the of the world, and you get your own spe- specialized dice. We're specifically cornering the Asian market. Yeah, <laughs> we think that uh, we're gonna we're gonna advertise uh, Dice Box and yeah. uh, whatever the next cigarette box is. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. that's gonna be our our main Trendy. focus. Monthly uh, dish show box cigarettes that don't kill you. <laughs> I guess it's a vape pen. Yeah, but right. a vape pen probably kills you. Yeah. The jury's out, I guess. But we'll yeah. figure. We'll learn yeah, we somewhere down the road. This for another hour. I, I don't think. think we should. I think the people came to hear some some recaps, which we're gonna get to in a second. But like we said, guys, you gotta go rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I think a couple of you have been rolling in with some new. Um, uh, ratings, which we appreciate. Uh, obviously, it just helps visibility of the show, and uh, if we want to grow it, we, we you know we need that visibility, that sweet sweet visibility. Uh, and more importantly, uh, I want to thank our one of our newest fans. I met this fan in person, and she didn't know she was a fan. She just was a girl who sat next to me at a drag show. Oh, very nice woman. Uh, please keep it going for Amy Baptiste Harris. Keep it going. If you ever meet me in person and, and I convince you to listen to my podcast, you will get a full name shout out. <laughs> so there you go. It's that simple. It's and, that simple, guys. Um, and Mike, how was your week? Uh, I got to be honest, Justin. I don't really remember it. Okay. 
Uh, it's weird. I just had one of those weeks that was just like it was a blur. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Nonstop sex. You were no constantly going down on her. No, no. Okay. Uh, I truly do- maybe this is like um a bad sign of like early onset uh something like Alzheimer's or something. Yeah. But I- I've been forgetting a lot of shit lately. You know, this is the third time we've recorded this podcast today. What? <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Did I forget those two? Mike, I'm just doing this to amuse you. We've recorded the podcast already. Uh, no, I think that's normal. Uh, I, I don't know what the fuck I ate for for lunch yesterday. We did play shuffleboard yesterday. Yeah. Together. So uh, to give you a little context, uh, this weekend I was uh, I was at a shuffleboard place. With my girl mm-hmm. friend, and I text Mike, and I go, "Hey, uh, I uh, I can't hang out. I'm doing shuffleboard with Taz and a couple of her friends, but uh, swing by." And Mike responds, "No, thank you. That's not even what he really says. He says something worse. Mm-hmm. But I can't repeat it on the pod." He goes, "No, thank you. Not for me," and proceeds to make fun of me. Mm-hmm. He calls me uh, a feminine. And uh, not nice things about me. Because I thought shuffleboard was stupid. So then I get a text a mere two days later. Yeah. And it goes, uh, hey, uh, what are you doing Tuesday? Uh, me and Peyton, Peyton's girlfriend and, and Lex are going to play shuffleboard. Do you want in? And I go, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I just asked you that and you fucking made fun of me. And you're like, no, I, I never did that. I, I wouldn't do that. And then I screenshotted, I showed you the receipts. Yep. I screenshotted and showed you your comments. And uh-huh. you went, oh, that sounds like something I would say. And I'm like, no, it is something you said. Don't fucking, <laughs> don't fucking gaslight me, man. That's what you said. I know. I did try to gaslight you purposely. I like gaslighting <laughs> Justin because uh, for what a, what a, uh, a jokey jokester Justin tends to be, uh, Justin also gets very, very irritated because of his OCD. Yeah. So... Uh, because of his extreme, extreme OCD, yes. he uh, prefers to call me out in everything that I do yes. when I'm wrong. Yes. Which is a lot. Yes. Especially these days. Yes. But uh, shuffleboard was fun. If you're late for anything, I will be like, oh, that's that's weird. Do, you, do we have a 7.30 start or a 7.30? Star- I, I, I thought 7. Justin, I'm a busy man. You're lucky I can even do this podcast. This is, this is the biggest <laughs> crock of shit because I know you just stare at the wall for hours. On, yeah, that's on what I do. That's what I do. I stare at the wall and suck my own dick. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you it's for some admitting life, it. Let me tell you. We have it on pod now. It's real. Uh, what was your week like? Uh, I played shuffleboard twice in a week. So, Very cool. You Good know, week. pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get to the show, guys. Let's uh, get to, pretty yeah, boring we week on our end. Uh, let's get to the show. Uh, Shows. The, sh- the two shows that we watched, we watched them together. Yeah. Uh, the first show we watched was 90 Day Fiance. Yep. And then we watched Vanderpump Rules. Now, these are... It happened to be our two favorite shows yes. really running at the same time, They're which is kind of perfect now. for us. These uh, are like our two shows by a mile now. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say, so far out of all the shows that we've sort of reviewed, just to give you guys context, I think the only other show that we've really talked about more than once at any kind of length on this podcast is is The Kardashians. Yeah. Uh, and even that second time we talked about them, it wasn't really, like, too in-depth. Yeah. Um, but Vanderpump is going in a very interesting direction through these first two episodes. Yeah. Uh, and 90 Day Fiance is maybe... Maybe the best thing on TV, <laughs> other than like when LeBron James plays uh, The Wire Ray. season four. Dude, I, I know that it sounds like hyperbolic and it sounds like crazy, especially coming from somebody who is a bit of a TV snob. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't watch just anything. Yeah. Uh, what I have been watching outside of these shows, by the way, if you haven't watched it yes, yet, watch The Clinton Affair. I've gotten through three episodes. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, with uh, the, the, it's with Bill Clinton. And, oh, with uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah, that yeah. too. I, yeah. Okay, I, I thought Clinton. it was George Clinton and no. the, the the psychedelic. Yeah. Fu- yeah, the, the psychedelic <laughs> parliament funk. Yeah, uh, really fascinating. Uh-huh. Uh, they really go deep into what a scumbag Bill Clinton is and how poorly history will remember him as a president. Yeah. Um, but all, all those women tried to bring down a powerful man. It was just a big right wing conspiracy yeah, yeah. that all these women who claimed they were sexually uh, harassed yeah. or touched inappropriately yeah. were raped by him. And uh, he seemed to have a type too. Isn't it weird? 
Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there it's a lot of trailer trash, but that's demeaning to the women. Yeah, who, yeah I don't really care. I, I'm not really judging on his type, but it, like, it doesn't look good when you're like, these women are lying, and and you're like, well, they all look alike, Bill. Right. They all well, look like your type. So what are the chances are yeah. that they all look like sixes who are into dudes who are like powerful? You right. Know what I mean, like, yeah, yeah. It's not a coincidence because yeah. you fucked them all. And before we get into 90 Day Fiance, like to to just talk about the Clinton thing real quick. I do. I look back, and right now we're in like the the Me Too. Uh, era where yeah. where I think people's first instinct is has is is starting to become to just to believe the woman yeah pretty much right away if yeah. if there's smoke there's more than likely fire we know how a lot of men in power abuse their power and put people in uncomfortable situations but this was the 90s and that was not the thinking of the the country no. yet uh, it's and, weird because there was a lot of sexual like it was the first time sexual harassment was an actual thing. Yeah. Of like, wait, I can't just talk about fucking to my secretary. Right. Or I can't just compliment just her grab ass. somebody's ass yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Ha- or have an affair. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, there were periods of time where it was sort of like I mean Sopranos is a perfect example. It's the mafia. But there's sort of an understanding that he's just got some uh, guma on the side. Yeah. You know? That's Italian um, for mistress. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So Clinton's guma in the White House was Monica Lewinsky. Um, and, 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 and not to defend Bill Clinton, but probably every American president has had a mistress on the side. Every um, American president is a war criminal. Every American president I, has had a mistress. Every American president, not every American has used president, the word every American president. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not every American president is a war criminal. Uh, but we've got a lot of them. Uh, they've done something like horrible that is is terrible. I would wager that if they don't have a mistress, they are a war criminal. Sometimes they're both, <laughs> but usually they're you one need to or murder the other. Some kids yeah. somehow, either through sex or through right. uh, genocide. So, like, even even FDR was in a wheelchair, allegedly had mistresses. Yeah, he was yeah. fucking around on, on Eleanor. How with. insulting is that? Yeah. I fucking wipe your ass every day and you still have to cheat on me, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, I it's wheel bad. you to your mistress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. But the thing that I wanted... I she was a tutor. <laughs> the thing that sucks about watching all this is is um I know that there there of course are men that get accused falsely for sure. stuff like this all yeah. the time but usually when you talk to the woman who is doing it they don't burst into tears yeah. when they're ex- uh, you know remembering these accounts with excruciating detail yeah. which is something that like Paula Jones specifically when she was talking about the, I mean, Lewinsky seems like she pretty much has it together at this point. She's been through it for tw- twenty five years at this point. She's had some time to process, right? It, yeah. She's had some time to process that she has been in the spotlight, not quite in the way that Paula Jones has been. Lewinsky was like the is a household name yeah. for uh, being a mistress, basically. Um, Paula Jones is remembering this stuff. She starts crying and. They start going through the process of, of all these investigations where like her her um, her lawyers were saying, you know, it, again, part of it is legal strategy. But but part of this whole scandal was the fact that they had to keep it out of the um, uh, they had to win the court of public opinion yeah. as well. So like Paula Jones couldn't she was like she was kind of trailer trash, but that's what she was saying in the show that like she couldn't win because Anytime people, she was getting made fun of on TV. Like this is a woman who allegedly was sexually harassed by the president. Yeah, and you know they're doing bits about her on Jay Leno, discrediting her as like some. Can you imagine if that piece happened of trash? Now? No, that wouldn't be. That wouldn't be. That would be like very frowned upon. And yeah, and it would be frowned upon horribly if Jay Leno was allowed to get his job back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's Jimmy Fallon's show. Yeah, yeah. Why is Jay Leno back again? Can't he just let somebody have a show? Just give somebody for five else the minutes? win, please. Yes, just fucking play with your cars and do stand up. Yeah. And, and never touch your Tonight Show money. And go away. Play We're done with you, Jay. Way your Canadian tuxedo, you fat fuck. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, yeah, yeah. I, obviously, if that happened now, that would be fucking insane. Right. And it, the whole point of all this was basically, like, her lawyers were like, you know, we made sure she, we wanted to put her in pantsuits as, as much as possible. Yeah. Because if she's wearing a dress, the dress would either be too long or too short too short she wouldn't be able to just get away with like hey you hear about this uh cosby uh right. accuser so they, uh, she says uh she's a whore you right know, so like, to, imagine a hacky joke right yeah, yeah. Of, <laughs> those fucks yeah so to, for her to keep her credibility as as um as a 
I guess an unsexualized woman in the public eye during a scandal like this, they had to basically strip her of any femininity. Yeah. They had to make her look like a, a bland, you know, semi put together. I don't she has to look like a Puritan. Woman. She has to look yeah, like, basically. like a, otherwise a cast member of right. the witch or something. Cause otherwise it becomes like an Amanda Knox situation where yes. you're, you're guilty because you're, you're semi in touch with your sexuality or anything. If you show any sort of weird emotion that to some people just, strikes them as weird right it is uh guilt of something right but more importantly this has nothing to do with with i just or, got on a tangent because it's the only other thing that i've been watching yeah yeah but 90 day fiance is one of the best things on tv um uh, mostly because there's depth to it that the yeah. other we, we've talked about before but like Vanderpump is like is like popcorn and stuff. Like it's it's just fun to watch. It's it's fun in to a watch a way. bunch of like twenty and thirty year olds at different point in their in their lives. Just completely arrested development. Yeah, it's really bizarre because I've worked in restaurants and bars, and I don't remember it being this fucking messy. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, and it's, I think it's, it's a it's a matter of them having a little bit of celebrity. Yeah, them getting to their heads and then having disposable income because they're paid from the show. And they're paid from this quote-unquote job mm-hmm. of waitering and bartending, which right. I don't think they do. Which, conversely, 90 Day Fiance shows people in crisis. It shows people who are very much struggling to do the right thing, and they don't know what the answer is because they don't know the person that they're about to marry. And the fun game that you can play when you're when you're watching 90 Day Fiance is who, is who it, may be <laughs> in a real relationship and who is clearly here for a green card. Who's here for the wrong reason? Who's here for the wrong reason? Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> They're here for uh, the wrong reason. My favorite game to play with it is when I'm sitting with my girlfriend and I go, See, I'm not that bad. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. (laughs) I wouldn't choose uh, my wife over my daughter. I'm not a piece of shit. Which is crazy. So who are your... There's six couples on the show, right? Yes. There's Larissa and Cult, which are clearly... The the best. The runaway stars. Cult is a schlubby 32-year-old dude. He he's I, I don't know how Hannah Gadsby esque. <laughs> he's he's male Hannah Gadsby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's 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 rough looking. Uh he lives with his mom, his wife mom, which is a fun thing. And uh Dabby and Larissa is this hot thirty one year old Portuguese Brazilian just she's Brazilian, but spark plug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, they speak Portuguese. And I'm an idiot. The big thing that I, I apparently this happened in the beginning of November, but we found out this week me and Mike that Larissa was arrested for domestic abuse. Hilarious. Uh, usually mean, not something that you laugh never at, funny, but, but, but it's kind of funny because she, you imagine she just freaked out in this dude. Yeah. And this dude did not know. Do we what know do. what the actual charge was like what she actually did to him no, or we just read I, a headline and laughed. <laughs> uh, probably the, 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 the latter, the latter. <laughs> yeah. I, I could bring it up. But. Well, but to, to it, it's funny that this came out this week because the, the buildup in this episode, I, you know, I don't know exactly. Again, once you get into the editing room, it's a different show. Sure. But what we saw on TV is that Larissa has a blowout with John, who is uh, Colt's um, cousin. Cousin, yeah, cousin, yeah. right? But he's like a very like like um, hillbilly-ish type Las Vegas guy. Owns like an air conditioning company. I don't know if he owns it, but he has. Works it's, for it's it. It's called like friendly air conditioner. He wears it every fucking appearance he has, yeah. as if like he's just coming from work. He's but it's clearly yeah. he's plugging his crappy air conditioning thing. And every time he comes to talk to Larissa, he's like, "I got to tell her the truth. Yeah. She needs to know this." And and when he gets mad, this is a sign of a of a hick or a, a dummy. But he's like, "This fucking bitch!" It, like he like he's still referring to women as bitches, which. You know, I you shouldn't, but uh, it is a dated thing. Yeah. And the only people I know who say that are my friends who are black comics. Black comics can get away with it because <laughs> it helps the joke sometimes. Shout out Phil Hunt. Yeah, shout out Phil Hunt. Uh, you, there's probably like a week left he can get away with it, but enjoy <laughs> it while you can. It should yeah. be a good time, Phil. Uh, but more importantly, uh, it's really jarring to see somebody still use it as like an, like an actual insult. Well, especially because you're watching these interactions and he is very clearly somebody who, as this escalates... It becomes clear to me that he's the type of guy that doesn't just doesn't want to take shit from a woman. You, and you believe this woman talking to me like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. This fucking bitch. And I think she is the opposite where I don't want to say... I mean, she's with Colt who is... 
A wet blanket. Yeah, a wet blanket and very easy seems very easily controlled. Yes. And I don't know if that's necessarily something that she looks for, but she certainly is ready to fight a, a man, a woman, doesn't matter. Yeah, if, yeah. It, if it's if it's against, you know, if it's intervening with her convenience, yeah. she's going to she's has the ability to blow she, up. She she moved from Brazil to live in Las Vegas in a in a small on un- air conditioned car with a man and, and his mom. Yeah, basically she's about to marry uh, the bottom of the container of cottage cheese. <laughs> and so I understand her being like, what the fuck did I sign up for? And she's trying to go along with it. Apparently they fuck because that's what comes up in, a, in the episode. She's like, oh, she accused me of st- using cult for his money. What money? <laughs> Maybe his body. And they're like, oh, <laughs> you're admitting <laughs> to <laughs> so that's pretty gross. But uh she yeah she's in a tough situation and I kind of feel bad for her. She's going through the motions, really trying to. And Colt does a couple of things that are incredible. He sets a uh, one thousand dollar limit for a wedding dress. Oh, hilarious! What which an idiot! Is absurd. Not, <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing. I so understand w- it's different for people, but a thousand dollars for a wedding dress is truly like you might as well say a hundred while you're at it. But here's the thing. So this is you and I are trying to figure out whether or not he has. What do you think his income is? If you had a guess, put a number on it. He's a computer. Sixty-five thousand. Sixty-five thousand. Okay. He's now that he's is not in a Vegas. Lo- yes. No, but, but he's say, in Vegas. Not a lot in New York, but if you're in the middle of Vegas, not living on the Strip, which he's not. Yeah. That I mean, that's and, a lot cheaper. And I think he's paying a mortgage. He's splitting a mortgage with his mom. Mm-hmm. His mom is either on disability or something. She she literally is is disabled according to cult. So she's paying something for rent. Now has father passed? I believe so. Yeah. Is there? Do you think he's sitting on an inheritance? Perhaps, or maybe, maybe paying. Maybe the house is paid for. Sure, sure, and sure. But they have a house. house. They own a house. Uh, he does not own a, a car from the past twelve years. Right. Uh, it does not have an air conditioner in the middle of the desert. And you are in the desert. Yeah. You are in the the desert of the United States. Yeah. Uh, you are in Hades, and uh, you don't have that. So, I. He's he's a bit unreasonable. Uh, the previous episode, they go to like look at venues, and it's just a restaurant. It lo- it's not even a restaurant. It looks like a cafe. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. Is there like a? This might be too nice for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This it, is this is the back of a coffee shop. He does this like hurt puppy look face where he's yeah. like, Can we? Is there like a plate of spaghetti you can put out at the back for two dogs? And then maybe we can go out there and that'll be our, it'll be like a, a lady in the tramp type theme. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, the, the reason I brought up the money thing, because not that it necessarily matters. It is just funny to see how cheap he is because it's crazy. <laughs> on camera. On it's camera. Crazy. I, yeah. would, I think off camera I'd be cheap, but on camera I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you want, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2,000 people at the wedding. Fine, whatever. Brazilian I'm a big spender. Yeah. yeah, you got it. So here's the thing. So part of the reason that uh, Larissa has this fight with John, his cousin, is because Larissa is vocal about the fact that she doesn't want to live with Colton's mom. Yes. they want. She wants to have their own plate, which I, I don't think is unreasonable by any stretch of the imagination. We mentioned before that his mom is out on disability, but she's driving. She looks pretty she self-sufficient. Walks. Right. Yeah, she slams doors. She slams doors. <laughs> she argues. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she can't. She take plucks care her of eyebrows every fucking day. Right. So she looks surprised at all times. So the fight stems from from John saying, yes. "You guys need to keep. You know, why would you let go of Aunt Debbie?" But it's easy for him to say because he's not living with the woman. Yeah. Him and his wife have their own place. They're they have their they own have family. Kids. They're doing their own thing. So. In Larissa's defense, and I think I'm on her side, yeah. she is fighting with this dude who is trying to thrust elements of a lifestyle onto her that she, A, is living with right now and knows she doesn't like already. She's Me- already out. Meanwhile, he has no context for any of this other than the fact that his his aunt is going to get thrown out on the street, which is bullshit. They're not going to throw his mom out on the street. She's not going to be homeless. Right. They're going to find another an alternative living yeah. situation for her. She'll live somewhere else that's not with them. Right. And if he was a real fucking friend, the way he, he keeps kind of pitching us on the show, that, that Colton's his man, whatever, yeah. then isn't it probably good for him to just be on his own for a little bit, get out of uh, from under the thumb of his mother. What's going to happen when she, uh, you know, God forbid, but she's going to die eventually. 
you yeah. know, who knows how soon, but like, then what? How's he going to know how to live without his mother living in his house with his wife? Yeah. You know? Who's going to make those breakfasts in the morning? Right, exactly. Uh, here's my question. If John is such a good cousin, such a good friend, why hasn't he installed air conditioner in his car? <laughs> <laughs> it is his business. That is his business. Yeah. He wears that shirt every day. Yeah. That should be... For episode one, he goes, oh, what's that, Larissa? I'll throw some AC on the house, baby. <laughs> and he fucking sets up like a butane, like a giant 5,000 butane, yeah. just a portable air conditioner in the back of a car. <laughs> just set it up, dude. Great advertising for your fucking business. It'd be oh, great. man. I'm cursing up a storm here. So do you think that Larissa is justified yes. in throwing a fit like that? Or do you, do you think she's justified? Maybe don't like the way she handled it. I am always going to, for the entire show, I... I for every single couple, I'm usually very sympathetic to the people who are coming here, uprooting their lives and sure. trying to make things work. That's fair. They, I, even Larissa, who's, who seems to have like dubious claims behind it, she's trying to make it work. And then the other people aren't always coming through on that end. Right. And uh, you could say that for some of the other couples like uh, Lita and Eric. Yeah. Lita and Eric, uh, they're trying to get things together. Uh, Lita is Lita is the Mexican girl, right? No, no, no. Lita is the Indonesia. Oh, yes. Oh, that's a train wreck. Oh, it's a train wreck because this woman has severe anger issues, mm -hmm. and she and she uh, really wants blowing up on everybody. She, yeah, and she doesn't know how to like deal with conflict. Her her thing with conflict is just to be like, well, make it so. Yeah. I want it. I want it, Eric. Yeah. I want it. Make yeah. it happen. Make yeah, it happen, yeah, yeah. Eric. Make me priority. Make me priority. And it's very like jarring to see a 30-year-old woman just really throw a tantrum. But then you realize, oh, she grew up in wealth and, and right. Jakarta. But still, I mean, I know plenty of people who grew up with wealth. That, all right, this granted, is like unchecked. Yeah, this is. People this haven't is, told her no wealth. This Not is, like, yeah. you're going to earn your keep. I'm giving you a dollar a week. You've yeah. got to figure it out. I'm Bill Gates. You know, This, this, is, a, this is a type of, um, of just uncompromising aggression yes. that I haven't really seen that. Often. I've never seen an actual adult human behave so erratically. Yes. You and, know? And my favorite part of it is uh, the big bone of contention for the majority of the episode is Eric's kids from his previous marriage. Yeah. Eric has three kids, uh, the oldest being a 19-year-old girl who lives with them. And uh, Lita's big problem is that Eric still plays child support. And she's like, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. You don't pay it. Why do you have to pay it? Yeah. It's $1,000 every time, yeah. every month. Why do you have to pay child support? And, and he can't like break it down enough. At, at one point, he's like, it's the law. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't want to lose parental rights. Also, like, why are you making me choose to see my kids, to be in my kid's life. I don't understand. Like, she might be the only woman in America who's like, fuck your kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let them eat. Yeah. Let them eat cake, baby. Well, also, the the thing is, it's like, she, she She's is... She's a chauvinist. Yeah. <laughs> She's like a male chauvinist. She sort of is. She's like an Andrew Dice Clay character, just like, hey, why you got to pay the, the rent on your kid's stuff? Yeah. Because the dummies, you know, like yeah, Jack yeah, is yeah, waiting yeah, for yeah. her to jump into routine about yeah. child support. Well, it's weird because like I've never seen somebody she just comes to this country. Mm -hmm. She's never She takes her jobs. No, I didn't know. <laughs> she comes to the country and she just immediately starts like throwing the kid out of the house. Immediately. Like, yeah. There's no there isn't even any kind of like let's try to make attempt it work. to win over the like the children, the rest of the family, even Eric doesn't seem like she's trying to win him over. They're about they're trying to get married. The previous episode is when she first met uh, Eric's oldest kid, uh, a, a character from the movie Ghost World, and uh, he she she won't even look at her. The first like three minutes that, that they're in the room together, she's just upset because her room is dirty and mm -hmm. the entire apartment is dirty, and she's so upset she refuses to even look at her. And it's like this is what, this is the precedent you want to start with somebody that you're, they're going to be in your life. They're not going to get killed off. It's not a fucking, I don't, I don't know what you think this the is. Kids nineteen. Yeah, yeah. It's they have a anywhere. long life. They're going to outlive you probably. So right. you got to fucking make do, buddy. Uh, so that's bizarre. And uh, and this, on this side, I'm kind of on Eric's side. Eric uh, does the bare minimum. He did, he he says he wants to pay child support. But then at the end of the episode. He, he does, yeah, he, he does kick his daughter out of the house. He does kick his daughter out over the phone. <laughs> uh, oh, what a dick. He's like, well, you you, you, you got to go because this girl is hot and I have to have sex with her eventually. 
Uh, so you got to go. Uh, a four-year-old kid needs his own room. Everyone knows that. You got to go, sweetie. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're really dirty. We talked about how dirty you were. And I have a permanent brow across my forehead. <laughs> I have a crease in my forehead. I'm 40. God, I age horribly. And I'm always sweaty. Only um, a few years older than you, Justin. It's horrifying. <laughs> if I look like that at 40, get me on that show. <laughs> get me a woman from Jakarta if I look like that. Yeah. Because that's what I'm... I'm going to start joining international dating websites if I look like that. Yeah. I am vain. Well, here's the thing. So, 90 Day Fiance, and these are some of these are perfect examples because... Uh, I'm starting to believe that Larissa actually likes Colton and maybe part of it is that she thinks that she can control the dude all the way through in the case of um, Lita and Eric, Lita and Eric. I, I do think that that is a green card marriage all the way. I think that she she's even said I'm here because it's, it's, I can make the most out of my medical career and like, I have to marry this idiot, whatever. But that's a perfect example of, People in foreign countries thinking America being this beacon on the hill, as Ronald Reagan described yes. it. And then they get here. The light in the fog. They think, you know, they think New York or San Francisco or 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 Dallas, Texas. Or, <laughs> or I'm just picking out major cities. Yeah, yeah. L.A. Uh, Los Angeles, yeah. And then it's Baraboo, Wisconsin. It's Baraboo, Wisconsin. <laughs> and you're in a, a, a rundown two-bedroom plywood apartment. Yeah, and you're with in, Eric. <laughs> I literally, uh, you're renting an apartment, uh, a two bedroom, and it's just terrible. Is it really worth it? You is have it a roommate worth it situation to live, at 40. to live eh, in Wisconsin, or is it worth it to, better to live big in Indonesia? Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? It's one of those questions we'll never know. Yeah, until I until I hit a certain level of unattractiveness, I will not know that answer. I have no idea. <laughs> I won't know. Uh, who are who are our other? Um, uh, oh, we couples. have the Samoans. <laughs> the Samoans. The Samoans are wild. <laughs> the Samoans are wild. Uh, there was a great moment. Uh, uh, Aswelu and <laughs> Layla. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, Leliana. I don't Kalani. know. Kalani. Kalani. That's right. Leliana. She her, she has a sister with a, a name like that. Okay. And that's just making up Samoan names. I think you're just putting syllables together. Elemental uh, P. <laughs> uh, and there's a great moment there going over an argument they had in front of her sister at one point. And Aswelu just goes, when you yell at me, <laughs> it makes me think we don't cuddle. When we didn't cuddle, I think of the time I was in Samoa and I was sleeping, holding pillow, and I thought I was holding you and I love to cuddle you. And when we get in a fight, I can't cuddle you. It makes me sad. And he started crying. And I watched it with Tat. And I'm not just saying this like like that was a bad Samoan impression. I think that was a pretty good impression of this character. I, I don't know what a Samoan impression is. I know that's what a swallow sounds like. That is him. And I was watching it with Taz. And she looks at me and she goes, I am, I've never been drier in my entire life. <laughs> a man weeping because he can't. He used to dream of cuddling with me. And he cuddled a blanket. And now... When we get in a fight, I don't cuddle him. It hurts him. I've never been more disgusted. There's nothing more emasculating than what this man just did. It's I would never yeah. sleep with him again if I was her. It's, uh, as you said, she's learning throughout this. This is the episode where it seemed like everything really, the wheels for, for kind of came off for everybody. It's about three weeks into yeah. there. It's, it's almost 30 days in, and, you know, it's a month of living with someone. You really get to know them after yeah, 30 days. Yeah, and it sort of seems like Kalani is uh, learning that, as you said, she is marrying a, a simple man <laughs> who grew up in a, a hut with no walls. He literally <laughs> is a simple man who grew up in a hut with no walls. He literally didn't have walls. He didn't. He slept on a stone, he said. He said, the floor was stone and there was poles around. And you're like, poor bastard. I, you, you feel bad for him. You because do. Of course you do. He comes to America and the first second he gets there, there's four cameras around him from yeah, TLC. And he's at, in LAX. At all times. Yeah. And it's it's a difficult situation. I feel bad for him completely because this is difficult enough. If he had no cameras around him, and at the end of the day, it's it's unfortunate. Like I'm not even saying this to be the mean. He's just not that smart. He's not that bright. No, he's he not. Has, he's not educated. Like no. and he emotionally, he's not like he's he, got no maturity. No, like he has the emotion. Like 
uh, it's like when he watches the baby, it's like a baby watching a baby. Kind of, yeah, kind of it's is. It's like a 10-year-old watching. He wants watching. to like roll it around with his head. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, at one point, he put his uh, five-month or six-month-year-old child on his yeah on his shoulders. With no harness, yeah, yeah. no kind of anything. And it's got like a loose neck and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh, it looks like a slinky up there. It's I right. hope that baby makes it. Oh, I, I'm rooting for the baby. It's a yeah. cute baby, but uh, it's not looking good. I, th- I think it has whiplash. Yeah. Uh, so... I, it's really it's really coming ahead for everyone and especially that couple uh sweet guy swallow and please I did not disparage you with that impression I have studied him yeah this is my Michael Caine this is my uh Gary Oldman you do though class. I gotta be I I do want to just give him a hug I do I, I like feel the bad guy. for the guy sweet guy you know uh all right some other couples we have the uh Oh, the couple in Pennsylvania. Oh, Mechanicsburg? Eloping. because Yeah, Mechanicsburg. That's hilarious. That's the actual name of the town. Yeah. Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're postponing their wedding because on their wedding website... I have the hiccups. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. On their wedding website, uh, there were a bunch of racist uh, epithets uh, hurled. I mean, not just a lot. Like, a lot. Like, there was... Like, like every single down, one was... Yeah, they yeah. scrolled down like somebody... Made some threats and dropped the end bomb on a lot of their uh, comments. Which you'd think, Pennsylvania. You would think, but uh, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever driven through Pennsylvania. Yeah. It is the hill country, my friend. It yeah. is uh, right. farmland. Uh, people, like, once you get past, like, Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or, like, the Northeast, which is, like, people from Jersey is like, I'm not paying that. Chris Christie tax motherfucker. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm living in Pennsylvania. Like yeah. once you get past that North area over there, it is literally everyone is wearing hunting gear at all times or like neon reflective hunting gear or yeah. like a Steelers hat with hunting gear, yeah. like uh, uh, fishing galoshes, even though they're landlocked. It like just weird yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's really jarring to see. Yeah. And that's the majority of Pennsylvania. It's the same thing with Jersey. Like once you get past a certain point in Jersey, it yeah, is, South Jersey's all is Hicks. It, it, and so I'm not surprised that they see a young black dude uh, a, a, engaged to a fine white woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, really, very, and pretty. it pissed people off. Uh, it's disappointing, but uh, it's not certainly not surprising. Yeah, uh, but despite anybody's, uh, well, I guess you said not surprising, but uh, despite our disappointment, they are eloping and they're just going to go to Vegas and get married. Uh, they're kind of a boring couple. Yeah. I mean, like at this point, the thing with 90 Day Fiance is it's too many couples, I think. they. I don't. I haven't watched every season. This is like the first season I've really yeah, done, same dove here. into. But they should just, it should four, just be, it should be like, it should be the three biggest train wrecks. Because yeah. after a while, it's like not, they're, they bear, they're getting cut out of the show. Like who's the couple in Chicago right now? Oh, that's um, the, the the Mexican girl and the, I can't remember the guy's name. The, but they're like the dude who looks like real estate. You? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, they're pretty much stable. They're more like they're, they're having like a lot, tiny, but yeah. But y- they're like working. They're like making positive steps. Like they're doing things like 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 uh, visiting his mother and like reconciling the relationship there and everything. Yeah. Meanwhile. Like these other couples are are having complete meltdowns, so it's like you're not even gonna get uh, screen time if you're if you're fine. It's just like the update, like yeah, these these guys are fine. They're gonna make it. Yeah. Uh, but you got fucking uh, Larissa just slamming doors in Colt's house, giving you great television. Like just focus. <laughs> I'd rather I'm more invested in the two of them. And leading up to this whole thing, this is this episode comes out, and then we find out. That it's it's months down the road since they taped this stuff, and she was arrested in a domestic abuse yeah. uh, 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 situation. Yeah, because she beat the shit out of Colt. And it's weird because the couple I would have thought would have done it. I thought Stephen would have abused Olga. Sweet oh, Russian yeah. Olga uh, is one of the other couples. Uh, they're in Russia, and Olga is just taking care of her child, and Stephen is constantly upset with her. Yeah, very upset that his twenty-year-old uh, um, wife to be. Is giving all of her attention to their days old son. <laughs> like <laughs> silly her. Uh, what about Steven? They meet Olga's uh, friend, who's uh, the, they go to, to Moscow to get their papers settled, and they meet Olga's friend. And Olga's friend's like, "Can I ask you what uh, you guys have? Uh, uh, you know, problem?" And he. You remember the he word corrects he mocks her, her English. Yeah, he corrects Meanwhile, her English. Meanwhile, he's in Russia. Yeah, and it's like they're speaking a second language for you. 
Stephen. They could just speak Russian and yeah, exclude you completely. It, speak it mighty fine. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, he corrects their Russian, and then she's like, you know, are you having problems? And he's like, yeah. Uh, the last time we had a problem was because, like, I was doing all these things for her, and, like, she didn't say thank you, and she didn't say, like, please. You know what I mean? And she's like, I think you're complaining. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not complaining. I'm just telling her what happened. And I was like, mm, I think that's the definition of a complaint, it's sir. Yeah, it's complaining. Is complaining. About Can I just something. say, your, 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 all your foreign accents sound exactly. No matter what region, <laughs> it's just a mash of every dialect. <laughs> it's Borat. Oh, no. <laughs> that's Russian and Portuguese yeah, and yeah, Hispanic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's wild, man. The, these couples are really, uh, they're all falling apart. And it's, uh, it's it, uh, other than the um, Chicago couple, uh, it's going to be fun to see the finish line of this thing. We know how Larissa and Colt ends. Murder. Mur- yeah, <laughs> potentially. Just murder. Uh, speaking of shows that are just um, getting started, though, we got to pump it up. It's a Vanderpump Rules. Pump, pump it up. Season bam, 7, episode bam, 2. To Sir With Love. All right. This is a great episode. Now, I'm new to the Vanderpump Rules family, but I'm quickly embracing all these dumb names and all these dumb people it's very fun isn't it it is very fun yeah uh to see people who care so much about fidelity when they've all cheated and fucked the same three people yeah it's a big fuck fest yeah there's like a there's like a patient zero and Jax is that patient zero yeah right like he would have spread the aids virus <laughs> so quickly and so yeah. far if this, if this was like 1984 or whatever yeah. And uh, he's patient zero. And How then did we all get AIDS. <laughs> I, I, Jax. How did you get it? Oh, Jax. <laughs> and then if you look back, uh, this episode, you sort of see at one point the sort of like the uh, the 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 mantle being passed mm. to a young James Kennedy. Oh well, but we gotta we were we have way a lot of way far, to go, yeah. but. So, it's beautiful to watch a man like, yeah. you know, it's uh, being engaged pretty good. Uh, maybe I'll quit drinking or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just like ha- have these visions of grandeur, which, you know, he's not going to keep up. Yeah. But to see him relax for a few minutes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is what it's like to just like be OK with myself. Yeah. To just relax. Yeah yeah. 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 Well, it's weird. So last episode, obviously, we saw Jackson Brittany. Brittany got engaged at uh, ne- Neptune's Net. <laughs> I think, I think that's Neptune's what it's called. Net. Neptune's yeah. Net, right? It's a self-serve Insane. crab shack that uh, that makes Hooters look nice. Yeah. Because at least Hooters has waitresses. Yeah, right. <laughs> this has two... I, I've looked up the information because Mara... They bring our, you the French fries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mara, our guest last week, made this comment. So then I looked up I looked up the website. Uh, you, when you click on menu... There's not like a, a PDF of a menu. Mm-hmm. It's a photo of their chalkboard at the place. <laughs> they couldn't be bothered to make up a fancy graphic. Yeah. They just took a photo of a chalkboard that you have to zoom into. It's really hard to read. It's and a chalkboard. They, yes. And, 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 it's a picture of a chalkboard. Yes. And then they have separate lines. There's like a line for sides and then there's a line for the seafood as if it's not made. In, in the, the same, same kitchen, kitchen. yes. <laughs> As if there's like a, a fisherman in the back just like, oh, God, I got to make some fish for these fucks. Yeah. Uh, so it, so it's not a classy place. He pulled it out of his nutsack. He oh, essentially yes. pulled the ring out of his nutsack minutes after telling his girlfriend, uh, don't touch me on my leg. I really got to shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you get the image of shitting. Yeah. You pull out a fucking nutsack smell ring. And you do it in a crab shack. Yeah. And she says, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because she's all about that life. Yeah, yeah. She is trash. You are trash. Together we shall make trash. Yes. And it will be one nice big white trash family. We will make the Pacific uh, trash trail. Yeah. yeah. We'll make the Pacific <laughs> trash trail that extends all the way to Japan. They're, the thing that I don't like about mm-hmm. Vanderpump is they keep this illusion up that all of these people are still working at the restaurant, <laughs> which yes. is like so insane to me because so like the obvious, like at the pretty close to the beginning of this episode, uh, it picks up literally right where it left off. Yeah. yeah. And they Stassi's come back engagement like, party. Yeah. They're Stasi sort of they end the engagement party by going, we got to consummate yeah, this we gotta, now. We got to fuck, guys. There's still like 15 <laughs> get people out. in their own apartment. They're like, yeah, we got to go upstairs. And and everybody's fuck. like, I, I guess we gotta go. I guess they're <laughs> rude. Yeah, right. Uh, so basically, Stasi's explaining how this like engagement party all comes together, whatever. And then uh, <laughs> they have the engagement party, and then um, I 
think the next scene, if I remember right, mm-hmm. was Jack going to Lisa Vanderpump's uh, lavish estate uh-huh. somewhere in Orange County. Yes, it, it, like a glass uh, front door. It was very jarring. Yeah, it, she has like a... Um, uh, Slaves. What, <laughs> what do you call that? Um, like a... Bidet. B- botanical garden. She has a bidet. She has like a... Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Um, she, oh yeah, she has like a greenhouse and a botanical yeah, like garden a greenhouse just hanging out yeah, the back in yeah. her in her backyard. So they go over there and and Jax, they just have this conversation and Jax just starts begging her for his job back. Yeah, keep in mind he was a bartender, but he just spent seventy grand on a ring. Or his a ring valued at seventy grand. His dad gave him about seventy one thousand. Uh, Is that what he said? He he said I spent the majority of it on. On this ring for Britney. Yeah. And he gave me a lot of money. And I spent the majority of it because every time I look at Britney, I want to think of my dad. Yeah. And it's like, well, you could have just got a shirt with his face on it and given it to Britney. I like there's so much cheaper options. Than yeah. 70,000 on a ring. And then also he gave Jax a muscle car. This Yes. An old Corvette. Corvette from like 1986 or something. So but it's weird because like like so we're supposed to believe that. He has to beg Lisa Vanderpump for a bartending job so he can keep the lights on. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. they're all still struggling for money, yeah. which is just crazy. Um, they actually might be struggling, but that's more of a testament to their bad money. Their spending habits? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say he's had about all... uh, He's had a few nose surgeries, apparently, as we see right. in a flashback. Yeah, a lot I of work. I thought he got in a fight, and then I was like, no, it's Hollywood. People don't fight over there. No, yeah. He, he, got, he got nose surgery, and then I yeah, texted Mara. What do you think? Mara. This is Jersey? <laughs> yeah. In Jersey, like, oh, did you get a nose surgery? Yeah, you see the other guy. He got his nose <laughs> surgery, too. I'm fucking done with him. One punch, man. One punch. Nose surgery. Uh, but it, it's weird because, like, so when he's begging Lisa for a job back, they're, they're showing flashbacks to all the times he just unloaded on people at Sir. Just uh, telling it, people to fuck off. It's a flashback of him, uh, like coming in and just giving the finger to yeah. everybody in from Sir. last season when last he cheated season. on Brittany, and he came in to Sir and just flipped off everybody. Apparently, because Brittany had the audacity to maybe be set up with another man. Right. Exactly. How dare she? Yeah. After being cheated on by <laughs> Jax. Well, you know. So uh, he's a man. Yeah. So that's storyline one. And then yeah. storyline two is, and this is going to be, I imagine this is going to be the through line because this is the, the star has been born. James Kennedy is wild in the fuck out this season. Yeah. He is just on parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this storyline is basically, so ja- they build it up and they're like, James is like, yeah, I, I like my life right now. I got a, I got a cool two bedroom studio apartment. I got a lovely model, supermodel girlfriend. I'm, I'm the best DJ in the world. Everybody wants to hear my music. Uh, and he's like breaking down his life. I got like, a life's, golden life's doodle. Pretty good. Life's pretty good. <laughs> I got a golden doodle. <laughs> yeah. I got a washer dryer inside. <laughs> he's got a washer and dryer in his yeah, apartment. Yeah. Life is good. Yeah. Um, so basically he's breaking all this stuff down and they're showing the relationship between him and Raquel. Meanwhile, off in the distance, Kristen Dowdy, is in the lab. Yes. And what's she making, Justin? Heartbreak. She's, she's stirring <laughs> up the shit. <laughs> oh, I see. That's what she's doing. I see. Uh, so there's a girl who, I guess, James fucked at Coachella, Coachella while Raquel was like in the other room or something. Apparently, apparently they rented a house or something at Coachella or a humongous RV. That's where that money's going. Yeah, yeah. Because I, she goes, yeah, uh, we were in the kitchen. And uh, Raquel was just passed out over here. And I was like, the kitchen? Yeah. You have a kitchen at Coachella? Yeah. Coachella is like a camping fuck fest. Yeah. And musical thing. And you have a, a kitchen. So they either have an absurdly big RV and they fucked in that RV. Yeah. Somehow, as his girlfriend was passed out very close by, mm-hmm. or they rented a house that was very nearby, which is probably what happened. But the point is, so you're sort of new to the Vanderpump franchise. Yes. Kristen is the one always stirring shit up. Yes. She's one of the ones that is always like cheating on this person, cheating on that person, breaking it down to this person that she cheated on that person with this other person. There, it's just she's a mess, and she's always just like bringing the the fucking drama yeah. everywhere she goes. Yeah. And uh, she finds out some information and she goes, oh, good. I can use this. Oh, yeah. Advantage. And they set up this whole charade 
to sort on of Pride uh, Day, on the Pride biggest day. day in Sir history. Yeah, Sir has just got this like it doesn't look that far off from New York City Pride to be honest. It's just kind they're of they're all big, the same. They all mess. Look, every single Pride in like the major cities looks essentially the same to me. Yeah, just people everywhere thrown up. I'd sure I'd sure they're like, oh, the theme this year is eighties. I'm like, that's the theme of every Pride yeah, party. Just, just what are you talking pastels about? Pastels and yeah, yeah. short clothing and any chance you get to show off your your muscles. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Um, but basically, James Kennedy is set up mm-hmm. to... Uh, he's working at Sir. He's spinning. He's, he's DJing. He's wearing underwear as a, as a pair of pants. Yeah. And he's, he's shirtless. He's looking real skin and bones. And uh, he's walking around getting fucked up. And then uh, they confront his girlfriend, Raquel. Yes. So Kristen and this other girl, who I forget the name of, uh, find Raquel. And they're just Hope. like... Hope, that's right. Hope's the girl. Hope and well, Hope is is one girl who was who was the mistress, and then one from last season is Faith. So Hope and Faith, Hope and Faith have been the side Just girls. Spoiling the party. <laughs> <laughs> you can always count on Hope and Faith to fuck things yeah. up. Really, it's the men. So they, uh, yeah, of course. So they show up and they're like, not to cause drama, but um, your boyfriend has been fucking this girl <laughs> constantly. Here she is. Yeah, and uh, Raquel is like, ah, oh, do I believe it? She goes and finds James, and this is where the torch is officially passed. Yes, because Jax is stoically standing behind the bar, rinsing glasses, washing them out like an old uh, 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 West bartender, like somebody from The Shining. Yeah, just, <laughs> just uh, I remember those days. Uh, I'm uh, I'm retired now, but. Yeah. Retired from fucking around on his girlfriend. From gaslighting women from gaslighting on national women. TV. So Jax is standing there watching all this unfold. James is confronted by Raquel. He, the perfect tell for being caught, overreacts. Overreacts. Starts throwing himself. Gets furious. Yeah. Uh, starts cursing out. And once again, another Chris guy. starting starting something. She's a fucking bitch. She's, She's a fucking a, slut. Yeah. And starts dropping. Oh, you did call Kristen a slut. And a bitch. And yeah. it's like, oh, man, you, you're really getting back to these old-timey, like, 90s fucking insults that are, uh, it's just, it's jarring to hear now. Yeah, it is a little jarring to hear, uh, especially on Pride. <laughs> of on the days. most holy of days. <laughs> uh, so, basically, this whole thing goes down, and it, it's, uh, James is, is caught, but he's trying to play it off like he's not, and... Um, it basically ends with James just kind of storming off set, having this like effeminine, like just very bizarre. Caddy calls a woman fat. Katie, yeah, he tells Katie that she shouldn't be wearing those shorts because they're not flattering on her. Flattering. You could lose a few, a few pounds. Lose a few pounds. Yeah. And then he like weirdly like sashay. He literally sashays away and then flicks his cigarette in a very like effeminine way. Very bizarre. Like yeah. he really embraced Pride Week. <laughs> yeah, that, he's that. in character. He's in character say. for that yeah. sequence, and uh, very bizarre. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the episode. Well, the thing to take away from this is nothing. So, no, <laughs> life not quite. is meaningless. The people you love will hurt you. Uh, One day you're gonna wake up and go, I can't believe I worked at that restaurant for I, so long. I well, yeah, I or <laughs> pretended to work at that restaurant for so long. I can't believe I worked one shift a year. Uh, I on think camera. I think the big thing to take away is that like we we sort of called it last week, but like James has got to be the driving force for this season mm-hmm. because I think it's much like the offense running through Steph Curry. Yeah, James is Steph Curry, not because he is a star. He just he has the most wiggle room to be as erratic as possible because the rest of them are like kind of adults now and he's younger Yeah, and he's not like married or engaged. He he's, doesn't, he's the most self-destructive person on the show by far. Yeah. And that's crazy to say because Jax Taylor is still on the cast. Tom Schwartz is constantly just drunk and, and not that smart. Yeah. But um, you've basically just got this, this he's got to be like 26. I, he's young, I think. I think he doesn't look that young. You don't think so? You think he's like thirty? He just looks weathered. He looks like a like a young Keith. But Richards. bro, they're in L.A. They're doing drugs. They're doing. They're no. drinking every no. night. No, <laughs> Michael, say it ain't so. <laughs> Not the cast of uh, <laughs> Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> no, uh, James Kennedy is forty-seven. Uh, twenty-six is my guess. I don't know. I can't find it. Wow. That's good work by his publicist. Well done, sir. 
he will always be castable because his age is not known. But eventually, they have to make up an age. Yeah, I don't have I don't have an an age an age form. Holy shit, uh, that's wild. But he he if all right, let's say he's thirty, right? He still is finding a way to just completely avoid any sort of like adult anything. Yeah. Um, and that's got to be the key because the rest of them are all like kind of aging out of this. So they either got to bring in some new young blood mm-hmm. or they got to just let James go on a rampage yeah, to keep the show interesting. Cause otherwise who just wants to see a bunch of friends having fun at pride or like a bunch of friends having fun at this party or a bunch of friends. If I wanted to fun. see that, I would put on the Shaws of sunset. Yeah, you're right. It's if a I better version see a of a train wreck of a bunch of, uh, dummies fucking and sucking. I'm pitting on this show. You're pumping it up. Yeah. If I wanted to see the worst relationships I've ever been in because of myself and other people, I put on this show. There you go. It's a reminder of the ways in which I was bad and which other people were bad to me. Yeah. That seems to be the the best way to to watch it. And it's nice to sort of live. Like, I, I know a lot of times people say, oh, I live vicariously through these characters. And it's like, no, I, I actually do. <laughs> I actually see myself. Been there, done that. I see like, sh- like, like, oh, this is, I'm 10% like Jax in this way. I'm a little bit like Jamie in this way. But like, thankfully, I'm never 100% like anybody on the right, show. Right, right, right. I just right. see like flashes of myself and flashes of people I've the dated. The worst. And the worst flashes of yourself. And, and I think that's why everyone loves that is, is because you see like the re- like a friend of mine, Kristen from high school, Kristen Cuddlick, what up? Uh, is she's like, I have dated Jax before. I've da- I was like, literally, she's like, no, no, no I've dated every guy. Every a guy wo- like, yeah. Every woman's dated a guy like Jax. And that's the beauty of the show is that he's such a scumbag, but you're still kind of like, I, I got to see what he's about. Oh, yeah. And you just want to see how it all unravels because that's know, what it is. I know. Maybe it'll end up me and him married. And it fucking worked out for Britney. Like, yeah, she I took know. that gamble for now. She paid. And it worked out for her. No, they're going to live happily ever after. Nothing bad will happen, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you put your hands to your face to make a fart sound? Yep. That was incredible. You never done that? No, I just fart. Came in handy for this that uh, Vanderpump poo-poo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, guys. We got to get out of here. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. And we're doing hour two of the of the episode coming up right now. <laughs> hour two, we speak about the lesser, ne- the lesser seen shows on TV. Uh, we're talking about uh, the preview of Merwin starring Steve Carell. Yep. We're going to talk about that for the oh, first boy. half hour. It's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> and I'm going to do it in Urdu. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> I don't even know what Urdu is, but. <laughs> what is Urdu? It sounds like the language from like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, <laughs> and we're going to talk about some other shows that are uh, lesser seen shows like. Uh, no, we really got to go there. Okay. My 500 pound life. <laughs> uh, guys, that's been our show. Thank you so much. It's one o'clock in the morning on a weekday. We love everyone here. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us. You can find me at Justin Perez on Twitter and at the Fartbox on Instagram. Uh, that's me, Mike. Where can we find you? I'm at Mike Coscarelli on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, drop me a line. Uh, again, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Um, we do we have an email? We do, but nobody looks at it. Right? It doesn't matter. Just just message us on Instagram. That's yeah, that works way. too. Uh, guys, we appreciate you listening. If you got a show you want us to watch that's not Vanderpump and because uh, we can't do Vanderpump and <laughs> forever uh, and 90 Day Fiance forever. It's been good for the last couple of weeks, but make a suggestion. We'll watch something. Yeah. Uh, you uh, know. Example like Amy uh, Baptiste. Uh, she said, how about you guys watch This Is Us? Oh, dude, we could watch This Is Us. That show fucking. I think we should watch it. And then live and live tape us to see if we cry. The crazy thing. I'm not going to cry. That shit's cry. fucking stupid. I'll cry. Uh, she's not wrong. We probably should watch that. But it that's one of the shows that I just don't want to watch. <laughs> like, I'll, I can watch Vanderpump. It's fluffy. Yeah. This is us is like a like a serious emotional commitment that yeah. I just I don't. I'd rather put it into the Clinton scandal. Can I pit my show that I don't want to watch that my actual girlfriend watches? Uh, Modern Mrs. Dr. Maisel. Who? No. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, Modern Mrs. Maisel. I have sat through like an episode. You don't like it? 
Yeah, I, I was like writing jokes and playing on my phone. And uh, you were writing jokes. <laughs> you fell for that. You almost <laughs> fell for that, right? Pretty good, right? Uh, it was pretty rough, man. It was so bad. I won't. I mean, I'm sure the plot points are interesting or whatever, and the acting's great or whatever. The but, dialogue. No, no, but the stand-up stuff. Oh, it was bad. Whenever she does stand-up, it's not stand-up. It's just a speech. It's just a woman up there giving speeches, and I know maybe that's the style of the time, or maybe you know it's hard to write stand up for TV. Or maybe somebody not funny wrote it. Yeah, it's really bad. It's it's too distracting for me to really get into the show because sure. I know she's a hack. Like she's like a she's giving speeches that would make George Carlin look like a genius. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Which he is, I guess. But, uh, he is a genius. But, but yes. you know, he was boring sometimes. Let's be honest. You know. <laughs> Agree to disagree. All right. Guys, that has been our show. Please tune in next week when we talk about politics all week. Thank you guys very much. I'm sweating. Goodbye. Goodbye.